It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked on Reds. And here we go. What is going on, Reds fans? Welcome into Locked on Reds podcast for this Monday. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's show. On today's show, we got stuff to talk about. The Reds won on Sunday. I'm going to tell you why it's nice, but I'd like to see more of it. And we're also going to get into a couple of other topics, such as Tyler Malley and David Bell. We're also going to look at Scooter returning from injury, going on a rehab assignment. And time permitting, I'm going to talk about why Phil Irvin deserves his shot. But real quick, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and the Himalaya Podcasting app. Check us out on Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And then head on over to LockedOnReds.com for even more content. And also hit up the LockedOnReds line at 513-549-0159. The question is, and and we're keeping it rolling here, is do you believe David Bell has had a first 
a good first impression to you? Let's let's word it that way. Has David Bell made a good first impression? And I'm going to expound on some things that people are talking about David Bell in a little bit, but I want to talk about the weekend first because Sunday was nice. Sunday, the bats were going crazy, bringing in all kind of runs. The scoreboard was lighting up for the Reds. And they kept the Rangers off the board too, so they won 11 to three. Fantastic. Friday and Saturday, not so much. Friday and Saturday, they didn't score very much. They scored three on Saturday, and just the one solo run late in the game on Friday night. But the funny thing is, a trend that has happened here recently, despite the fact that the Reds did not win the series, they outscored their opponent in the series and in this one it was just by one but they outscored the rangers 15 to 14 so long as i can count yes i can 15 to 14 so what does that mean well not a whole lot because they only won one game and the old adage of one out of three well that ain't bad it's it's gonna be pretty bad if they just keep doing this because they've constantly done this one out of three thing over the last couple of weeks. You know, they had the split with the Pirates in the four-game series, but they only won one against St. Louis. They only won one against Philadelphia. They split the half, you know, the two-game series with Cleveland. And with St. Louis's second game getting rained out, they split with them. So they've made no progress. In fact, they've, they've lost ground. Even though the Pirates have continued to flounder as well, both the Reds and the Pirates are now tied for last. So the Reds were not last for a hot minute, and now now they're tied for last again. And they just keep spinning their wheels, and it's June. I mean, in early May and even in mid-May, we're like, you know, it's okay. They can come back. This is something they can, you know, they, they get out of it. They grow out of it. As the season gets on, they get better. The lineup's going to hit. Well, they haven't. They they do it for one game every so often. They just go nuts. But there's two other games in the series most of the time that they just don't hit. I mean, in the Saturday game that they scored three runs, they only had four hits. The only reason they scored three runs was two homers. One was a two-run homer by Yasiel Puig. And... It's just the kind of thing that you, you you really worry about going forward because it's far enough into the season that we can almost begin to establish a sort of pattern. Now, I'm not saying that the season is sunk by any means. They can still make it interesting. If, if they just get a run going, there's still only eight games out of the division. Now, the wild card is becoming more and more of a disparity because... The division itself, the NL Central, is so tightly knit between the two, between the the teams that are in first and in last. Because as much as the Reds have floundered, they're still not totally out of it. There are teams like you look at the Baltimore Orioles; they are totally out of it. The Giants are totally out of it in the West. The Mariners are pretty much totally out of it in the AL West. Like. Just things like that that you understand. The Reds have a tiny little sliver of hope. But they just can't seem to get that run going. And until they get the run going, 
no one's going to take them seriously. They're going to constantly be that team. Well, they're Pythagorean. We lost, you know, based on their run difference. You can say that till you're blue in the face, but the record doesn't indicate success. Now, that being said, there, there was some good things that came out of this weekend, right? I mean, we won on Sunday. I should be happier. I get that. But there are some good things that came out. I really think Yasiel Puig is turning it around. He's had a great stretch of games as he has hit safely in eight of his last nine games. And Sunday was the second time in the series against the Rangers, so twice in three games in which he has collected three hits in one game. And obviously, he hit a home run on Saturday. He hit a home run on Sunday. That's pretty good, too. So it's nice to see him maybe starting to right the ship a little bit. He definitely has a long way to go. His OPS is still minuscule compared to where you expect Yasiel Puig to be. So hopefully he can really build on this. This is the this is the foundation of a hot streak. He's not on the hot streak yet. He's building to it. And boy, if we can see him get lit on fire here, that'd be great. Because they're going to need it with the next series coming in. It's Houston. Don't even have an off day in between the Rangers and the Astros. But you've got the best team in baseball coming in these next three days. And, I mean, Wade Miley has done pretty decently, as his numbers say. He's the guy that's pitching on Monday. But Tuesday and Wednesday are just absolute killers for a lineup that continues to struggle for whatever reason. On Tuesday, they face Justin Verlander, and on Wednesday, they face Garrett Cole. So, I don't know. This this might be a tough series to watch. I hope it's not. I hope they're competitive. But this is the kind of thing that a struggling lineup does not want to see Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole. And they better know coming into it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what has plagued this offense you, you look at every number, it's all down. There's not like one number that you can say, well, that's what it is. They're just, you know, they, they got to fix that. They fix that, they're okay. It's just everything right now. They don't have one flat tire. They got four flat tires. And until we can figure out how we get some air back in those tires, I just don't, I don't see a good series coming with the Astros here. And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downey here after, the day after they won 11 to 3 but i mean even even in the win so okay that's that's a win right sunday win at home that's the first home sunday game of 2019 that the reds have won they had not won at home on a sunday this season until father's day so happy father's day reds finally won one in great american ballpark in 2019 anyway going to take a quick break here want to thank our sponsor, Hotels.com. Book your next vacation through Hotels.com. They've got the best rates, and you can get rewarded for your stay. Check out Hotels.com. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy 
of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You're listening to a Locked On Reds podcast here on this Monday. Thank you so much for doing that. We talked about in the first half that the Reds, you know, they got the win on Sunday, but they need more wins. I mean, that's the obvious statement of forever. But when it comes to their recent run, it you get one good game out of three, that's not looking good for the rest of the season. And one of the things that came, this this came out of Friday's game in which Tyler Malley was the starter. Afterward, he was a little peeved that he was pulled. He only pitched four and a third innings according to the box score. And one of the things he said, I'm not going to, not going to read all of his comments, but the, the interesting part. This was Tyler Malley talking. I think I've gotten yanked out of some games where I'm having a really good game or maybe even just a decent game and haven't really gotten the chance to battle through that game, you know, battle through six innings or whatever. It's getting pretty ridiculous at this point. Ooh, that dreaded R word. Ridiculous. If you work in retail and you hear the word ridiculous, that means get your manager because um, unless you are the manager, then you got to deal with it. But ridiculous never means that they're going to uh, compliment you. Tyler Malley was not happy about being yanked, and he's not the first starter. Tanner Rourke has been pretty vocal about that a little earlier in the season, but it's something that has been a big theme with fans. Guys not getting their chance because... A lot of people focus on the pitch count, and and that's something that the broadcast talks a lot about. Well, they're getting close to 100 pitches. It's not the pitch count. I mean, the pitch count might be like 5% of the reasoning as to why David Bell is pulling him out. David Bell is looking at other factors such as how many times through the lineup a guy has pitched, what the Reds lineup has been like that day if they need to pinch hit for the pitcher and try to get something going and just roll with the bullpen the rest of the way. And I know there's a lot of talk about maybe he's overusing the bullpen, and that's not something that we're going to have an answer to until the you know we get later on in the season. But with Tyler Malley coming out and making these comments, I thought it was intriguing the response that David Bell had, you know, he, he said, it's absolutely over. We had a brief conversation. We're going to talk again later today. And this was a comment that he made on Saturday talking to reporters. But he said, I expect these things to happen just because of what it takes to play this game. Tyler Malley is a great teammate. He's super competitive. He's tough. He's a big part of our staff. I don't want to change Tyler one bit. At the same time, I do want to do my part to talk through things and listen. For that, I'm actually grateful that it happened. To have that opportunity and probably extend that opportunity later today, as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad it happened. It absolutely, it's absolutely in the past, but something we may reference in the future to continue to learn on both sides. And now, say what you will about that. You may have a take on this. I, I look at it this way. 
David Bell is a smart guy. And ask anybody in life who believes that they're smart. They're, they're, first of all, they're not going to tell you that they think they're smart. Most smart people know that they don't know everything. They know what they don't know. And so they rely on others to help them through that sort of thing. David Bell is new at managing. This is his first managerial gig in the major leagues. So sure, he's got a strategy. And I've mentioned before, he uses a lot of analytics. He hates leaving his starters in to face the lineup a third time around. It's something that I harp on Twitter a lot. There's a lot of people that hit me up and are just like, why is he pulling this guy? Because that that's his MO. That's what David Bell wants to do. He wants to keep his starters from facing the opposing lineup too many times so they get used to what he's pitching. At the same time, he is well aware of the fact that he's not a seasoned veteran. He's not a dude that's been doing this forever. So if it's something that needs to be questioned, something that needs to be looked at and changed, he's open to that. And I think that's what he's saying here. He's glad that Tyler Malley said these things. Like a lot of people look at these comments and they're just like, ooh, I don't know. Why Why is Malley throwing him under the bus like that? Why, why is he coming out and saying that? Like, ooh, that's, that's not nice. That's mean. That's not mean at all. I think that's a good thing. And that's what David Bell said. He said, I'm glad that Tyler Malley did that. And I heard the extended interview on the radio. He was talking about, he's like, you know, these guys are out there. They give every possible ounce of themselves to the game. So I'm glad that he said that because that means that he didn't want to be pulled. You don't want to come out of a game. And he respected that from Tyler Malley. And and it sounded like from their chat together, they're both on the same level, same, uh, mindset now and I think that this is something is still a fluid thing with David Bell it's like okay I've got a strategy but if I've got a couple of people telling me that it's not working out then maybe we need to revisit that strategy and I love that I love it when a dude can admit when he's wrong when he's not right Because there's a lot of guys that are stubborn and won't say that sort of thing. I think David Bell is considering all avenues here, and I love that about him. He's not a perfect manager. There is no such thing as a perfect manager. Ask any fan of any team that won the World Series that year, and will you ask him and say, did you have questions about any kind of move or, you know, that sounds like you're asking a survey from, like, some kind of product line. Um... But, you know, did you, did you ever feel like, oh, why is the manager doing Why is he taking him out? I'm, every fan has questions of their manager. No matter how good the team is that year, a manager always gets questioned. So it's, it's not something I'm worried about. I, I like that David Bell knows what he doesn't know. Real quick, today, being Monday, is the first day of Scooter Jeanette's rehab, and he's starting down in Daytona. And David Bell said he's going to play there a couple of days, and then Daytona, I believe, goes on the all-star break. So Scooter's going to have to go somewhere else to continue his rehab. But that's really good news because they sent him out to Arizona for a couple of extended spring training simulation games and things like that to see where he was at. And there was absolutely no complaints, no health issues whatsoever. So they're sending him to Daytona to begin a rehab assignment now. It's likely he's going to take the full time, so we may not see him for a couple of weeks still, but we have a timetable. It's not something that we're 
constantly guessing at now. It's going to be a couple of weeks from now, and that is good news. I did see that Alex Wood threw a side session bullpen for about 35 pitches, and his next step is pitching to live batters. He's been at this juncture before and has constantly had setbacks. So we're still going to keep monitoring him and see where he's at in his process. And then one last little bit of info is that Jose Iglesias was placed on the paternity list today, today being Sunday. And David Bell said that he figures he'll be back for Wednesday's finale against the Astros. So a couple of days without Iglesias at short, probably see Peraza slot in there, and then some form of uh, Farmer and Dietrich, depending on the pitcher for the day, at second base. I was going to drop a take about Phil Irvin in here, but I'm going to save that for tomorrow's podcast. So thank you all so much for listening. That's going to be it for the Monday edition of the Lockdown Reds podcast. Tomorrow we're going to recap the series opener against the Astros and, like I just mentioned, going to talk about Phil Irvin. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. That's the best way to get it each and every day into your podcasting queue on all your major podcasting platforms. Check us out on social media at Lockdown Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. Hit us up on the Locked On Reds line at 513-549-0159 and then head on over to LockedOnReds.com for even more content. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr and I will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.